We're good. It's just we'll just we'll just record it and then we yeah. can just edit and go from there. Cool. All right. <clears throat> Clink clankies. Clinkies. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, that needs to be our thing. Clinkies. 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 Oh my god, yes. And welcome to Cheers from the Grave. Featured <laughs> featuring Let's Locator Yo. Rose Wine from California. Oh my god. Balanced, medium bodied, and ready to enjoy. <laughs> same. Same. <laughs> totally same. Hey, uh, welcome. This is a wow, this is our first episode. Yes. Um, my name this is uh, Cheers from the Grave, and my name is Erica. My name is Stephanie. And uh, yeah, so welcome on this journey. Uh, we one day just decided to come together because we love all things spooky and paranormal and yeah and just we wanted to talk about it talk about ghost things because why not because ghost things are amazing why not why not oh sorry i'm gonna be really full of horrible puns (laughs) yo i'm pretty sure my boyfriend aka our sound engineer kyle would approve of such puns he is the pun master that is good. <laughs> yes. Oh, he is amazing, and I love him for it. That's so. Actually, let's. That's do a, a shout out to Kyle himself. I was just gonna say, let's do a shout out <laughs> to Kyle, also known as our sound engineer, for being amazing and for putting up with this and for getting all of this together. Yes. So, and also thank you to the hundred and one now people that Ooh, we have 101. on Facebook for uh, following us before we even actually had an episode off the ground so that's amazing yes and I would like to thank Erica's little snippet for that because I feel like we wouldn't have had that many subscribers without a little teaser yeah right well I mean I felt like getting something out there we definitely needed to do that yeah yeah. so anyway um this is our now again our first episode and uh once again thank you for joining us yes thank you for joining us so anyway um I think we wanted to talk about our personal stories and why we started this. Yeah, definitely. So what's, uh, what's, what got you into the paranormal and everything? Um, I think what got me into the paranormal was definitely growing up in the house I grew up in. Um, oh, yeah? Uh, my parents bought it from an older lady back in the 80s, and she always was convinced something was wrong with that house. But my parents were like, no, nah, it's a good deal. Yeah. You got to get this house with our growing family. Okay. So they purchased the house when I was about two. Okay. I want to say about two or just about to turn two. And they noticed after a while being there, me and my brothers were kind of very on edge a lot. Okay. But I was always very playful. They always thought, okay, well, she's the only girl in this family. So she's yeah. probably just off trying to do her own thing. And yeah. Be her own person. But how old was the house? The house, um, it was actually, I want to say it was built in the 50s. Okay. So, so it wasn't like crazy old, like no, 1900s No, it was definitely or not crazy old. But the location that it was in, a lot of people were like, it was just a large empty lot. Okay. That they decided to build houses on. Okay. And I'm pretty sure my parents were convinced it had to have been like some sort of graveyard, Indian burial or whatever. Oh my after God. After a while. It's, it's always some kind of Something crazy burial. like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I just remember always growing up on that house and having crazy stories to tell. Mm-hmm. And definitely after, like I said, we moved in around two when I was starting to talk and get talkative, as my parents would say. <laughs> I would come up with these weird, crazy stories. And they're just like, you don't know where she could come up with this stuff. Okay. And I would just 
make stories about, I remember my mom telling me I was making up, like I was say, I was telling a story mm -hmm. about uh, like a past life. And oh, she, okay. she was like, I was, remember talking and she was, something about the war and how we had to, we had to go find different shelter. She just kept saying we had to find different shelter, and she was just like, what the heck is this A two-year-old saying I, I have to find different yeah, shelter. We have to find different shelter. I don't <laughs> like this. This isn't safe. We aren't safe here. And I remember her telling me this story, and I was like, what the heck was I talking about? She's like, I have no idea. But the only thing I could mark it up to was you had past life experiences. Oh, wow. This was you reliving maybe the last little bit of one of your lives. Yeah. Um, I can see that such. being a thing because I can definitely sense that you have like an older a, soul, an older soul, like a definitely yeah. a well-traveled soul. That is definitely, that's what everyone tells me. They're like, yeah. there's something about you that's very wise and mature yeah. and very old and comforting. And I was like, okay, I don't know much about this life, but I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just see where it goes. Yeah. So um, after like stories like that, that's the only main one I can remember, but definitely mm -hmm. I can get more stories from mom. Yeah. Um, she always told me that I had an imaginary friend named Jeremy, which is funny because I never had a brother named Jeremy. Okay. <laughs> um, and growing up in a house with a bunch of boys, maybe my mom was like, maybe she doesn't remember their names. You know, can yeah. never, you have to go through the entire list of everybody to get to who you want. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. My so mom maybe she too. was just like, okay, well, maybe she thinks one of them's Jeremy <laughs> or maybe it's just an imaginary friend. Um, but I remember doing everything around our property, like everything around our property. We'd go outside and play. Um, we had a little makeshift kid house thingy outside, you know. Mm -hmm. like, I want to say it was like a tree house, but not really in the tree, but it was far enough off the ground to where it was like a tree house mm -hmm. in this big oak that we had in our backyard. And I would always go in there and it was Jeremy and I playing or drawing and stuff like this. And my mom always said that it was... It was weird because she noticed, my parents are very spiritual. Okay. She was like, she always noticed that my energy changed whenever I was playing with him or when I was not. And she wasn't sure if maybe it was just like my attitude or something. Huh. She was always like, I don't know. Is it like energy, like changing for the good, changing for the bad? She was, she said it was like a sharing energy. Like okay. something was being pulled from me to be stronger that makes sense. So it was like my like, aura was kind of yeah. fading or whatever. And, uh, you know, I'd, as a kid, you don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I remember one holiday, we were taking pictures in front of the tree. My mom and dad had gotten us, you know, those giant Santa bags full of presents. Mm -hmm. And she wanted to take a picture of me in front of the tree with my brothers. And we all took a picture. And we're doing family photos in front of the tree. And she noticed that this weird orb was always in the picture closer to me than anybody else. Okay. And so she's like, okay, well, maybe it's just the light coming through the window yeah, or something or like, like that. Yeah, like a bug or dust or something because yeah. nine it, times out of ten. And especially with, but, you know, old school cameras, you know, the exactly. disposable ones that you go to Costco yeah, or back in the day. You never know what go could be, like, stuck on there and, yeah. Exactly. However. However, yeah. she did have one where it was just me in front of the tree and she took the picture and... Um, clearly nobody else was in the photo. Mm -hmm. It was just me in front of the tree with my Santa bag. Mm -hmm. And she went to go get the photos developed, and she noticed that there was this small little boy figure in the back. Ooh. 
Yeah, and it wasn't like a full-on, like full apparition. It was yeah. very like see-through transparent. Huh. But you could clearly tell yeah. it was a little boy peeking around the side of the tree where I was. Oh, that's so creepy. And I wish so, we could see that picture I know. because I know Once you I find the picture because it's somewhere in my storage, I know. Somewhere. Somewhere in my storage. In a box. Oh, of course, my moving. Yeah. You never know where you put anything. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, I, I have it and I will <laughs> definitely, once I find it, put it on our website. Yes. Twitter. So my question to you about Jeremy is... Um, like, do you remember him? Do you ever, like, remember, I do remember seeing him. him, like, actually seeing him and talking to him? Like, do you have any conversations I with him? personally do. I remember he was a big part of my childhood. I always thought he was a friend from the neighborhood. Really? And always had sleepovers. Like, I never understood why nobody else really acknowledged him. But, you know, how parents are. They let yeah. you believe what you believe. So they, okay, hi, Jeremy, sort of thing. But for me, I remember he was very, he was dressed like he was from the 50s like it was huh. very like little boy paper boyish kind yeah. of attire and i remember to me he had like brown golden eyes like that's oh. all i remember from specifically remember from his face was he had light hair and these like brown golden eyes and i always talked about him because i wish my eyes were like that oh that's and so cool and so and of course in my family i'm the only one with brown eyes Okay. My brothers all have green or blue eyes. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. My mom is also the only one with brown eyes. My father okay. has uh, the green, blue eyes as well. So okay. all my brothers take after him. <laughs> yeah. And me with my dark hair. Yeah. <laughs> I took after my mother. <laughs> but yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So um, I remember, I always remember playing with him. And to me, I never thought he was dressed weird. I just was like, okay, he's, he's always just, ready for Sunday yeah. church or something like that. He's like he just was always, mm -hmm. oh, that's crazy. So nothing seemed like. Nothing seemed out of the ordinary for me with that. But like, it was always that one where it was like, why is nobody else acknowledging him? Yeah. And that's where it was kind of like, oh, maybe I'm his only friend. Maybe everybody doesn't like him sort Aww. of thing. And me being the person I am, I'm always very. Very friendly. And friendly warm and wanting and, to yeah. make sure everyone is okay. And yeah. As Aww. a friend. So I remember growing up with that. And I remember, I think the last time I actually saw him, um, because growing up, you know, you grow out of that phase. Because yeah. they always say that children have this psych psychic ability about them. Because, well, it's because their minds, they're just... They're open. They're so open, and they just, because they don't know how to be skeptical yet. So exactly. everything is just completely, like free-for-all exactly and I think that is a big reason why I remember him so much yeah and I know that my brothers all had different experiences in that house I know my brother in his room he was always like anytime he went to sleep around 3 a.m mm -hmm. you'd be awoken to Spanish like Spanish-speaking people really just voices oh that's weird and I remember him telling me once that he woke up and he was like I really had to use the bathroom and he saw this woman mm -hmm. with white hair in a white gown, walk into the bathroom. And so he was like, okay, well, I'll just wait, thinking he thought it was my grandmother. Yeah. And so he, thinking it was my grandmother, was just like, okay, well, she went in the bathroom. I'll wait for her to come out. And he was like, 20 minutes later, he's really got to go. <laughs> and uh, he walks up to the bathroom and notices the doors open and there's nobody inside. Oh, and this man. was after hearing um, people talking. 
So he was like, I don't know what's happening because in our in our house we spoke Spanish, we spoke Italian, yeah. we spoke German because my grandmother's from Italy, my mother's from Costa Rica, mm-hmm. and my father's from Germany. Oh my goodness. So we knew all these languages and he always said it sounded like they were fighting over property. He just huh. kept saying something about the house. The house was theirs. You can't take the house sort of thing. And this was the male voice. And he was always fighting with a female voice. And he was just, his room, he hated his room because mm. it was, it did honestly have the most activity. Okay. And I don't know if that's because it was in the backside of the house and it was very dark, kind of yeah. creepy. And our pets avoided his room at all costs. Maybe there was something that was buried in that particular spot. In Maybe, that like, I could honestly understand it because we also noticed, um, that flies would just Ooh. harbor around his windows. That's and really never a good sign, though. And it freaked him out all the time. And he, he was always like, please let me switch rooms with Stephanie. Please let me switch oh my rooms gosh. with Stephanie. And then there's me going, I don't want your room. I don't want anything to do with your freaking room. Yeah, but, you know, the thing is that I, whenever it comes to flies and stuff, that's always... Like that's some, a bad, bad, a bad omen. omen. Yeah, because definitely. they always link it to some kind of demonic, mm-hmm. like, poltergeist or and something. And that's why he hated it. And I remember the one time we had family over, and I ended up having to sleep in his room. No. And I could not sleep because I felt like something was just above me. Oh, my goodness. And, like, this, it was, like, the air pressure change, and it just yeah. felt like I was struggling to breathe. And Oh, my goodness. It just was like just suffocating. So, it was so bad, and I could never sleep in that room. And it was just... I hated his room so bad. And oh, my gosh. Specifically his closet. There oh. was something about his closet. It doesn't matter if it was closed, if it was open. Yeah. It just made you stare at it. it yeah, exactly. Ooh. It just it had Ooh. that that Ooh. feeling. And there's nothing good about that feeling. No, no, ever. not at all. Not at all. <laughs> so I avoided his room at any cost. And I think when he was finally old enough to move out, he was happy to get out because nobody him. wanted his room. Oh my goodness gracious! So that room is like what now? Storage now? Or anything? Like, um, do, did you? Well, that was our old house. We've, we we okay, moved so nobody, out. We okay. no longer live there. We moved out about five, six years ago. Okay. And oh, any ever since moving out of that house, everything just feels like like a weight lifted off. A weight off. lifted off. Yep. Like you can breathe. There's yep. nothing negative. Yeah. I feel like luck has changed. If yeah. I can say that. Yeah, no, um, I, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. It's That's just crazy. a huge change. And I know my parents have had experiences as well. I know my mom has been woken up many a times in that in her bedroom by something jumping on her Ooh. and screaming. Oh. And she was always just like, it's a vicious spirit. She doesn't know what it is. And I'm like constantly trying to tell them just sage the house. I was going to say, <laughs> sage it out, man. Sage it out. Have they ever thought about having anybody like come and bless the house or has um, anybody? We had somebody come in and bless the house mm-hmm. and it changed for a little bit. Like the flies disappeared a little bit, okay. but I mean, it was still pretty dark it was in that still house. still a strong presence. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. And there was just, the, I specifically, oh, hi, Manny. Hi, Manny. Manny has joined us. He is our guest meower yes. on Cheers from the Grave. Um, (laughs) yeah, so like growing up, we had tons of experiences and I knew that I always had that kind of connection Mm -hmm. to the other side, Yeah, especially with how my parents always said, I always talked about things that I shouldn't know about, especially being that young at like two, Yeah, having these stories. Like I would tell stories about being on ships. I would tell stories about living on farms and all this stuff. But the one that my parents remember the most was me always talking about the war. That's crazy. And so I was like, oh, what did I do in the war? <laughs> Maybe 
at some point in time, you should do some like past life regression therapy or something like that. I was thinking about that too. Because maybe figure out like what war you're talking about. Like mm. is it World War One, Two, Revolutionary, the Spanish, the war. Spanish War? You never war. know. I mean, Especially, no, no. I mean, that could be more of a connection with the entities in the house, especially. Yeah, exactly. Especially since we did see me and my brothers all saw entities at some point, mm-hmm. and I know my brother's room. You could definitely see. You know, the darkness, but there was something darker. Yeah. In, so was, was this, was was this like, here in Florida or what's um, this? This was uh, here in Florida. We lived um, actually when yeah. they first started developing like Pine Hills area. Oh. So who even knows? Oh, God. Pine Hills is the um, Pine Hills Crime Hills. Crime Series. Hills. Crime yeah. Hills. <laughs> Seriously. It's just, you know, inner city yeah. more likely. No one, but no one likes to go to Pine Hills. It's like just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's anyway. always that feeling there. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, and I'm sure you're gonna definitely have a lot more. Oh yeah, we to have talk tons. about. Yeah, throughout. But uh, yes, let's talk about you. Yeah, let's. Okay, let's sure. Don't keep it all on yeah, me. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's. Sure. So, um, I guess it all started. I mean, I've always been kind of like an open child type mm-hmm. of deal. I've never. But the thing is, I've never really had an imaginary friend mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um. I always wish I had one because mm-hmm. I was just like, man, why does everybody else have a child, like <laughs> an imaginary friend? Why can't I have one? They seem I, like a good, good idea at first, but trust yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say this. Like, it all seems like all fun and games until someone's possessed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun and games. And then the possession happens. And then you're just like, well, fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess for me, I mean, I've always, there's always been strange things that has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, not as active as yours. Um, but for me, um, I remember, oh gosh, my, the house in Connecticut, cause, uh, my parents, they still live there. Uh, we lived in a small town in East Granby, Connecticut, mm-hmm. and it's a, one of those old colonial towns. Oh yeah. Um, there actually is a, uh, prison, uh, called o- old Newgate prison, which was a copper mine, mm-hmm. um, that is like a historic site. And it's got this really deep cave underneath where they did a lot of copper mining and everything. But they also used that as a prison during, I want to say the Revolutionary War. I can't remember which war off the top of Mm -hmm. my head. Um, I feel like that would make the most sense. Yeah. um, But they used it as a prison as well. And you can, like, I remember I would love going there, especially in the summer, because the cave just felt really nice because it was nice and cool and everything. But at the same time, you know, when you're starting to walk down there, you just get this, like... Eerie feeling. Eerie feeling. And a part of me was, like, uncomfortable, but another part of me was, like, not comfortable, but just, (laughs) like, okay, like let's have this talk type mm-hmm. of thing. Like, okay, like, you know, I, it's uncomfortable. I can feel you. I can sense you. But, like, I never really personally had experiences there. But I guess in some ways that's kind of what kind of sparked your interest, the interest in a sense. But, I mean, we've always had stuff. Um, the house that my parents live in, I mean, we're the first family in that home. So there's nothing, you know, there's nothing crazy about the the actual terrain, so to say, um, or the house because the house is brand new. But as they say, it doesn't, you can always have, it doesn't have to be an old house to have spirits. Exactly. And the land itself, there is nothing weird about the land because it was farmland originally because mm-hmm. a bunch of cows lived in that area. <gasps> you have dead cows and you're haunting your parents. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh my <Sorry>. God. <laughs> That's what that was. <laughs> Yo, round the milk, ghost milk. <laughs> but I remember when. One of the first things that kind of started 
happening um, is when we would leave the house, we would come back and there was a stereo that we had mm -hmm. and it would be turned on, but it would, the volume would always be down, but it would be turned on. And it's the kind of stereo that he actually said, there's like, like push the buttons in to get it. Mm -hmm. So that was the thing. So it was just like little weird things like that. But then activity really started when basically around the time when I hit puberty. Yeah. Honestly. And I know that they say that a lot of times when teenagers and stuff like that go through that phase because there's a lot of, you know, changes happening. Lots of different energies going through you so as well. There's so much energy happening. And so because of that, you know, um, things don't tend to get amplified mm -hmm. because of it, because the spirits around you will just soak that energy in, be like, oh, let's. Drain it Any out. sort of source. Exactly. Yep. Um, also, it probably didn't help that I may or may not have played the Ouija board in my basement. Oh, my gosh. Come on, Erica. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was when I was really good starting to get interested in the paranormal and everything because mm -hmm. there were these experiences that, were, that I was kind of like just little things here and there. Nothing too crazy. But then there was one time we started doing... The, we decided to do the Ouija board in my basement. With, it was like me and like a couple of other friends from the neighborhood or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, always the basement. Always Why the is basement? it always the basement? Yo, that, my basement always creeped me out in general. <laughs> okay. I can't, I could not stand that basement. Um, but after that, um, I've had experiences where I would feel like something would slap me awake and not just slap me like in the face. I'm talking like in the back. Mm -hmm. Like something would just be like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I just slapped her in the back. Yeah, she just smacked me. It's okay. In the kidney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my right, kidney. Right, oh, my kidney. <laughs> but literally just, like, would smack me, like, in the back, awake. And I was, and this is when I had, like, a bunk bed. It was, like, a top bunk, bottom futon. Um, so I'd be in the top bunk, and someone would just slap me awake. And I'm like, what the fuck? Um, I've also had instances where... Um, I had these little knickknacks, these little, not knickknacks, but like little um, Ewok ornaments that were okay. like maybe like a half an inch or an inch tall. Mm -hmm. And they would be on little hooks on my little knickknack shelf thing that I would have on the, um, on the wall. I woke up one time and those things were scattered around the room. Oof. Some were even in my closet. And I'm like, what the hell? Um, I'm kind of jumping around in the timeline here, but I remember one time too when I was younger I was laying in bed and one of the things that I would love to do to like kind of get myself to fall asleep would be like shadow puppets. Yeah. So I would make shadow puppets on the wall um, with my nightlight and everything. Just kind of like, you know, ha ha, I'm, I'm meeting this one or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't have a third hand. Oh, I do not have a third hand. All oh of a sudden God. this just this hand just started like slowly, Joining you. Just slowly coming up, just like kind of like making like a claw type like wiggling its fingers Ooh. in the middle of my two hands doing whatever. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's terrifying as a child. <laughs> just a little bit. I, um, obviously the thing that I did was like, I was like, cool, I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to cover my head with my comforter because that's how you stop things from happening yeah, is you put the blanket the, on your head. Blankets are like the universal like safety net. Safety net. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that's why I have millions of them at home. A ghost, I'm <laughs> Dude, blankets are my favorite. Yes. Okay. Um, so that's for our patrons to know in case you ever want to send us blankets hey. as gifts. Oh, FYI. <laughs> I'm joking. When we get a PO box, <laughs> when we actually have people that want to send us things, because <laughs> I'm not giving you my real address. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, 
Um, moving on. <laughs> um, but also, the one thing is that there was this one room that had that weird feeling that when you get in there, it's just that there's just like this presence, mm -hmm. this thing that's kind of like enclosed around you type of feeling. And it was the office. So that's where our computer was, and that's where the futon was. So I spent a lot of time mm -hmm. in that room, even though there were times I'd go in there and I just felt like something else is in here with me. I was like, well, internet. So sorry, my <laughs> obsession my need for my space, my outweighs. need for the internet. And this is the time with like AOL. This oh, is yes. when like AOL and dial-up was like just coming into being, right? Mm -hmm. So like I was like, I need my internet. So whatever. So there would be times though where I would come home, and I would go into that office, and in that office, because my mom and her knickknacks. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So we, I love you, mommy. Um, so in the office, there were these two windows. And then in the middle of those two windows on the wall was a knickknack shelf. And it was three shelves. Mm -hmm. On the top shelf, on the right-hand side, there were a pair of ceramic praying hands. Mm -hmm. I would walk into that office. Those ceramic praying hands would be on the floor. I would constantly... Almost every other day, I would have to pick them up off the floor and put them back where they belong. Oof. And what's weird is that there is, there's no way, like, a cat or anything like that could just, like, knock it off. Because I'm saying across the room, I would find and them. And they, or they didn't break the or anything either. No. That's crazy. No. no. And it was, I just kind of was just like, okay, like, just, I understand, but... Mm -hmm. Can you please stop? Did you ever go through the phrase, or the phase, I should say, where you just yelled at whatever spirit was in the room and was just like, can you please cut it out for, like, a day? Not, just stop it. Honestly, no, because I think I was more, like, scared. It's mm. not until, like, around, like, now where mm -hmm. I'm just like, yo, back the fuck up. Yeah. Because it was more like, I don't know what's happening. I'm just going to keep going because I don't know how to handle this because I'm a teenager <laughs> and blah. <laughs> I didn't really understand the whole, like, you can just tell it to stop sometimes. And sometimes it will. Sometimes it doesn't. But sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's just like, I'm not going to listen to you. Kind of yeah. like, you know, how a teenager would be. <laughs> exactly. Um, I did jokingly call him John. I was just, I just kind of gave him a nickname, John. And he yep. wasn't really, it wasn't really one of those, like, malicious. Because it was just doing things to be like, hey, acknowledge me. Hey, yep. I'm here. However, I feel like a lot of the times that's all they want is just yeah. to be acknowledged. However, there was this one time where... He did a really douchey thing, and there was a pin cushion that had a whole bunch of, like, you know, needles in mm -hmm. it for, you know, to keep things together while you're sewing, whatever. Yeah. So there was a pin cushion that was on the armrest of the futon mm -hmm. that we had in the office, and it was, everything was fine, right? I walked out of the office to go get a snack. No one else was home, FYI. Oof. So I walked out, got a snack, came back in. And I went to go sit down on the futon, and before I did, I looked down, needles. Just all over the futon. All over the futon. Ooh. I'm like, yo, Come bitch. On. Yo, bitch. That, that's not, <laughs> I mean, I understand the whole, like, jokingly, I'm going to put a tack on my teacher's seat sure. type of deal, but yeah. this is a little bit too much. Yeah. There was also one time I remember walking, I was going to go upstairs, and this is at night. And I can't stand dark windows, mm -hmm. and this is one of the reasons why. So I remember I was turning the corner to go upstairs. And so when you turn a corner on, I was, like, going to go left. Mm -hmm. and But if you look right, that's down the hall, and you can see the office and the window. I remember I looked in, in the window, 
in the, the left-hand side window mm -hmm. in the bottom corner. I remember just seeing red eyes. Mm -hmm. Oh, Red eyes. I'm like, I literally just stood there and I was like, Mm -mm. And I was just like, nope. Turn around, ran upstairs. Bye. I never said any of this to my parents because oh. I was like, what am I? What are they gonna say? They'd be like, yo, it's your imagination. I'm like, yo, but I'm pretty sure I saw a demon. <laughs> yeah. No, I get, I get that completely. I mean, I understand. Like, I know my parents. They knew that there was something going on. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like I'm pretty sure they didn't want to believe it. Like, they wanted to be like, okay, maybe it is just her imagination, or maybe. We're just going crazy too, but no. Yeah, I get that. You yeah. kind of want to make sure that they're not worried yeah, about no. your mental self, I guess you should Exactly. Say. Well, my dad is a very, he's an engineer and everything mm -hmm. is black and white. So if I were to ever say anything like that to him, he'd be like, mm-hmm. My mom, my mom does kind of believe in some stuff like that. She's not as open about it really. Um, but I know that like throughout my life I've had experiences like when my grandfather passed away mm -hmm. he passed away back in 2006 um I was living in Maine at the time and I was in my dorm at school and he was in Tennessee or Kentucky or something um he was a World War II bomber pilot for okay. with B-17s mm -hmm. um so he was at a 390th bomber group reunion and so he uh one when he was there he got up and I remember he was you know he said to his wife my nana and my uncle George like hey I don't feel so well and he collapsed um turned he ended up passing away at the hospital from an aneurysm on his aorta oh, wow. and it was around like two three o'clock in the morning is when he passed away I woke up out of a sound sleep alert like I am now to my pop pop saying my name at the time that he so the time that he passed away, I woke up to him saying my name, and I remember I just woke up and I just kind of like was sitting up and I'm like, what, the, f what, and then a couple of hours later, you know, my dad called me and said what happened, and I was like, well, what time did he pass away? And when my dad told me, I was just like, I woke up to him saying my name. I heard him say my name, and I woke up, mm. and so and I know that my pop pop has had experiences before. My pop pop when he his um, when his brother died the night before he had a dream um, where he and his brother were driving and then his brother got out of the car and said, I'll see you later and walked off and that was it. And the next day he passed away. Oh, wow. So like things like that. And I mean, I have a whole bunch of other experiences mm -hmm. too, but I don't want to give them all away now because know, this is only episode one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> have you had any like experiences like as of late at all? As of late, I feel like it's just... I can say that I remember probably about a year ago in, when I was living in the condo by Universal. Yeah. Uh, I remember going to sleep one night, and I just remember somebody – it felt like somebody was in my room. Mm -hmm. And, of course, at that time, I always slept with my bedroom door open because – Cats. Cats. Yep. And I don't want to wake up every five minutes because they want to come in. They want to go out. They want to come in. Yo, they want to go out. They want food God. now. Yep. Um. So I remember just, I fell asleep and I want to say I woke up about five or six in the morning and it mm -hmm. was just like this feeling. It was the feeling I remember having as a kid mm -hmm. in my brother's room. Oh no. And I didn't see anything. I just remember that it looked like stuff, like 
shadows were walking in the darkness. Oh no, shadow was like, Oh my god. I was like, not again. <laughs> I already dealt with you. I'm oh pretty sure I did say something like to that effect out yeah. loud was I've already dealt with you. I'm tired. Let me go to sleep. And I believe that is the time when I was working third shifts. Oh, so I'd yeah, gotten I off it. at like two in the morning and I was yeah. really exhausted. Yeah. And uh, so it was just one of those experiences. But I really haven't had anything since then. But I do feel like sometimes when going into new places, mm-hmm. Uh, I do feel like there could be energy there that I could relate to, sort of yeah. like with that feeling. Yeah. But other than that, not so much. Um, how about you? Have you had yeah. anything Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like? Yeah. Actually, uh, <laughs> the first thing was I have a baby on board, little suction cup sign on mm-hmm. my window in the back of my car. And that... When, like if it were to fall off or unsection, it would have to fall into the trunk. Because I have a Kia Soul, for those mm-hmm. that need to know to kind of get an idea of what my car looks like. It's a box. It is a box. <laughs> it is a Soul. It is the only Soul that I own, and it's blue, and it's in the driveway. So, <laughs> But anyway, um, so if it were the unsection, it would either, you know, it would probably fall into the trunk, right? Well, one day, I go out to my car, and I find it on the floor behind my seat. Which means I had to have traveled up and over. In order to get there. In order to get there. And I'm like, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> and I just, you know, put it back up. And then. Question. Answer. Is your Kia Soul previously owned? It is not. Ooh. It is brand new. But here's the thing. I was in two car accidents. That's true. Because remember, I had that mm-hmm. one back in May. And then I had one recently in March. Mm-hmm. So then a couple of days later, there was, it was just, it was Kyle and myself and Emma, because mm-hmm. my five-year-old daughter, Emma, and we had the house to ourselves. Um, Kyle's grandparents, Maddie and Pop Pop, were out at someone else's house for the weekend, and um, Kyle's sister was at her dad's house, and Sharon and Matt were out camping and so we had the house to ourselves and we were doing laundry so we put the laundry basket back away in the closet Mm -hmm. and then Kyle gets up a little while later and he walks over to um the top of the stairs see like right over Mm -hmm. in that hallway because that's our room right back there so he comes out and he's like um and I'm like what and I, wa- I go over, the laundry basket is sitting outside of our door. Neither of us have touched it. And I had to sit here and be like, Kyle, did you move mm-hmm. the laundry basket? Like, did you, please tell me you remember putting it back in the closet. And he's just like, no, I know I did. I'm like, and you didn't move it. He's like, no, I put it back in the closet. And I'm like, so I literally like sat here and I was like, all right, look, this is our house. <laughs> okay. I understand you want to make your presence known cool however at the same time not cool (laughs) leave it where it's supposed to be just just leave the laundry basket where it needs to be okay there's Mm -hmm. no need to move it unless you're helping us do our laundry Mm -hmm. then leave the laundry basket where it belongs Mm -hmm. like 
If you want to do my laundry, I'm all down with that. I would not care if I sit here and see a shirt floating up into the laundry. Like, that would be... Yeah, exactly. Do my laundry for me. Do my laundry. If you're going to sit here, (laughs) at least do my laundry, okay? And let's see how long this... <laughs> Let's see how also, long you can this you place. fold it after? Exactly. <laughs> if not, it'll be sitting there for a good while. Oh my god, the ghost would be like, "Yo, you want me to do it? I'm out." <laughs> That's one good way to get rid of a ghost. You don't need to exercise to ghost to bless the house. Just tell it to start paying rent and do the laundry, it's, and then who do you think you are to be slamming doors around here? You don't even pay rent. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I don't think I've had any experiences like that recently. I know that. I've been getting a lot of like deja vu and a lot Ooh. of like glitches in the matrix where oh it's like something happens and then I'm like, something happens again. And I was like, wait, what just happened? Cause this just happened. There is a whole subreddit about glitches in the matrix. Yes. I know. I live for it. Oh my God. We need to talk. That is something we need to talk yes. about on some, oh, by the way, which reminds me, um, if you do have any type of like stories or glitches in the matrix or paranormal experiences that you want to have us read on this podcast, we would love, love, love for you to um, share it with us. Uh, our email is cheers from the grave at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So we would love, 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 and love. Even if you to want to it. maybe record it yourself and send it to us so yes. we can have our own little listener speak. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we will totally take that too. If you don't like our voices. I mean, <laughs> I, I wouldn't blame you at all. I mean, one of your, I mean, <laughs> which is funny because you said, you were telling me earlier that your coworker saying, I have a really nice ASMR voice. I'm like, mm. yeah, during that teaser, everybody's like, oh my God, she's got the perfect podcast voice. I, you know what though? I, I had to slow down my voice in that just by like a fraction of a second mm-hmm. because I noticed that I was, I sometimes talk a little too fast. I, I feel like I do that to all the point the time. where I'm, and so during that promo teaser, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to slow my voice down somehow, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to re-record it. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going <laughs> to tweak it just a little bit. So maybe that's not my mm-hmm. true, true voice, but hopefully, hopefully you all find that this is the perfect ASMR voice. Yes. Welcome to Cheers from the Grave. Oh, dear God. <laughs> please, please, uh, please don't let this flop. Yes. <laughs> I promise we will get better. We are going to have so many fun stories for you. Yes, we will have tons coming up. I yes. mean, we'll be having stories of the Black Eyed Children. Yes, that's going to be the next step. Ranch. Yeah, Black Eyed Children. Uh, also, uh, there is one that I just recently found today that we're going to be talking about, I want to say, in episode three. Uh, Hopefully, which is uh, the devil made me do it. Ooh, so yes. that is definitely something I would like to talk about. So, I mean, we definitely have plenty of uh, things um, to keep you guys stories. listening. Yes, <laughs> definitely. So, um, I say we wind this one episode down. I mean, it okay. doesn't have to be a full hour for now. I mean, yeah, hopefully this doesn't flop. I don't think it will. I think we have a good, good amount of people wanting to listen, wanting to hear the stories that we are take on the stories that are yeah, well known or take on the stories and i think yeah. i think we can do this especially if we drink enough wine it'll um, be very interesting <laughs> what was it with cheersies or clinksies 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 <laughs> oh my god that's gonna be a thing that needs to be on merchandise if we ever do start merchandise mm-hmm. clinksies maybe we'll just brand our own wine Oh, dude. Yes. Oh, my God. Let's do that. <laughs> so anyway, um, so yeah, thank you so much for joining us on our first yes, episode. For our first episode. Um, thank you all. Yes. Thank you. If you've survived this long, then God bless you. Cause 
Oh my goodness. Um, anyway, you can find us at Twitter, uh, Cheers from Grave. Our Instagram is Cheers from the Grave. Um, our Facebook is also Cheers from the Grave. Uh, we have a website, cheersfromthegrave.com. Our email is cheersfromthegrave at gmail.com. Uh, that way, you know, again, send us our listener, send us, you know, your story or, you know, you can record your own story and send it to us. Um, I'm planning on getting a Google voice number. So maybe sometimes we can do a call in. Yeah, definitely. Once we figure that out. Um, but there's a lot of things that we have planned. So, uh, but hopefully you enjoyed our first episode. Yeah. I'm a nervous wreck. <laughs> we are still recording and today. I'm Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Erica, and I'm a nervous wreck. And that's Stephanie. And if you have any stories <laughs> you would again, like to send us. Again, if you have any stories, please. Please. Email us. At cheersfromthegrave cheers from the at gmail.com. I loved it. All right. So, again, my name is Erica. And I am Stephanie. And you are listening to Cheers from the Grave. <laughs>